My name's Duncan Campbell, and for the past six months, I've been helping organize a monthly meetup in New York City for people who work in or are just interested in distributed energy resources. We call it the NYC DERs meetup. The reason we started the meetup was to address something I've realized is unfortunately true. Even though it's one of the most important industries that exists, it's really hard to learn about energy. And for my particular interest, distributed energy, it can be even harder. When I first started working in this field five or six years ago, I was in a startup environment. We were a small team with limited resources, and all of us were learning as we went. So when I needed the inside scoop on some specific element of the energy industry, whether it was electricity markets or best boiler design practices, I had to find a person who was an expert in that topic and convince them to get coffee with a 24-year-old kid they'd never met before. I did this countless times, and I ended up learning a ton. I also started some really amazing relationships that continue to benefit me to this day. This turned out to be the one tried-and-true way I found to really level up my energy game. After I spent a few years in distributed energy, I found myself doing this for other people who were new to the industry as well. One night, about a year ago, I was having a great conversation with now regular member of the meetup, Kyle Barranco. As we finished the conversation and were leaving the bar we had met at, he stopped me and asked, where can I find more people to talk about this stuff? That comment stuck with me, and over the next few months, I kept asking myself how this activity of seeking out and interacting with smart people in my space could actually be done more efficiently and maybe at a bigger scale. As I was contemplating this, I also was getting to know the future co-founder of the meetup, James McGinnis. We had met through developing commercial microgrid projects, and eventually I realized he was trying to solve the same problem I was. We quickly decided to launch the meetup, and after a few iterations, does anyone remember Durbeers? We came up with an approach. The community would be centered on two things, meeting people and learning from them. Each month, we'd get all the distributed energy nerds we could find and put them in one room. We'd give them beer, in moderation, of course, and hopefully they develop new lasting relationships. Additionally, every meetup, a member of the group or a guest would present on something they've been working on or thinking about that everyone else would find interesting. It'd be like a mini TED Talk where the audience is free to interject and debate is encouraged. The idea was that this would be the place you go to get the inside scoop on distributed energy. We've seen a really interesting community emerge. It's made up of all sorts of super smart people, including software engineers, marketers, utility employees, investors, policy wonks, startup founders, project developers, and more. After the last meetup, a few of us stuck around late and decided the events were just too cool to reach a limited audience. And that's when we decided we needed to find a way to turn each event's topic into a podcast so we could distribute it. We're not exactly sure of what form this will take, but the intent is that after every meetup, we'll record a conversation about the presenter's topics, hopefully with that presenter actually present, and we'll try to build upon all of the great dialogue that transpired during the meetup. So with that really long exposition out of the way, it's time for me to pass the mic to my co-hosts, James McGinnis and Colleen Metalitza. James, take it away. So thanks for the story, Duncan. I uh, appreciate how long and winding of a road it was for you to get to this point, whereas I, one day, probably after having a drink, just tweeted, hey, does anyone want to get drinks in New York about DERs? <laughs> and I think that's kind of how the DER meetup was formed. So I'm sorry that my way into this space was maybe a little less arduous than yours. <laughs> 
In reality, I, I, I came to this space and I'm excited about what we're doing because we've seen over the past few months that after meetups, we've gotten emails from people as far flung as Houston asking, hey, would you post those slides to whatever the topic was on last night? So we thought it apt to start a podcast to project the conversations we're having here in New York out into a broader audience. And I remember from my time sitting in my apartment, Google searching, trying to figure out this space as I was working on starting my company, David Energy, reading articles from people like Colleen, uh, writing about blockchain and all these cool things in energy for green tech media. And I thought how cool it would be to actually get to talk to some of these people. And, and now after being a fan for quite some time, Colleen and I have become friends, adversaries, Debate counterparties, however you want to put it, but the meetups have been an amazing way for um, me myself to meet other people in the space, ones that I've admired from a distance, and hopefully to some of our listeners out there, that'll happen for you too. So, Colleen, yeah. So first, I just want to say let's bring back hashtag DG beers because <laughs> I was all for that. Um, no, really, this was something that I'd also been thinking about and then just really benefited from having you two set it up and post on Twitter because I had a lot of people who I knew in the energy industry in New York having just finished uh, graduate school here before going to Green Tech Media and now Con Edison had really spent a lot of time meeting people, getting coffee, trying to figure out how I'm supposed to keep all of these connections on an ongoing basis without just sort of saying, hey, everyone I know, come to this one place once a month, which was a great idea. So thank you both for starting it and posting it on Twitter. I guess for me, the benefit of the community is seeing how we all come from different angles. I'm obviously the utility rep on this. Boo. <laughs> On this podcast and uh, being a utility rep, I will just give my disclaimer now that all of the things that I'm saying are my own thoughts and ideas. Really, I'm excited to walk out with both of you on all these wonderful things that we've been learning in this meetup. So with those introductions or explanations out of the way, we thought we'd take a moment to explain why we call the podcast, the community the meetups, the website, the whatever you want to call it, the DER task force. And this is actually something that's posted on the website. You can think of it as a, a, a call to action, a manifesto, a dumb blog post, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm just going to read it to you now. We are the DER task force. By we, I don't mean me or Duncan or Colleen or the people writing this or speaking this, it's you, the people reading and hearing it. You're here, which means you're in the DER task force and have a part to play. So while you're here, whether already a core member or just interested in learning more, we wanted to share why we need a task force on the front lines fighting for DERs. The energy sector has entered a period of transformational change. As we attempt to decarbonize our grid with solar, wind, batteries, electric vehicles, heat pumps, and other new technologies, grid operators and consumers alike are encountering thorny problems. These challenges originate not from shortcomings of these technologies, but because integrating them into our system requires a fundamental rethink in how we operate and interact with the grid. But these technologies also present a tremendous opportunity to make energy better in four fundamental ways. We can build not just a cheaper and cleaner grid, 
but also a more resilient one, all while having more control over our energy usage than ever before. While there is no single silver bullet, distributed energy resources have a massive role to play in the energy transition. They are the only approach that make the grid better in all four dimensions. While large solar, wind, hydro, and nuclear plants generate cleaner and cheaper power, DERs add resilience and customer control. Because they get installed in consumers' houses and buildings to provide local supply, users' lights will stay on when storms or wildfires knock out transmission and distribution wires. DERs can be used to shift usage patterns and over time be leveraged to better integrate large renewable sources of power. And perhaps most importantly, they help users wrestle their power back from the incumbents, giving them control of where they buy their power, how much they use, what they pay for it, and how much impact it has on the environment. So this is a call to action, not to join a new movement, but to join one that is reaching an inflection point. The work of the task force dates as far back as the 70s, with work done in installing New York's first-ever distributed energy system by Travis Price in the original Energy Task Force. We are part of a lineage of builders who aim to make the energy we use that is so fundamentally important to everything we do, more sustainable for all. That means that we are asking you, yes, you, listener, reader, contributor, wherever you are, to join the fight. We need you. We're here to help in any way we can to pass on knowledge, provide context, make connections, and offer feedback. But this isn't about us. The onus is on you. In whatever way you can dream up, drive this space forward. Go build. Go debate write new policy, create new business models and technologies. And if you're doing any of that, then you're in the task force. We welcome you as the work is just getting started.